Yo, yo, check this out. This out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. 12 minutes past to 4 o'clock. I did say before the news that we're going to be having some money talk. It's that time of the year where you need to look at your finances. You need to look at, you know, your financial mistakes from the year before and hope and work towards making better financial choices in the new year. And joining us on the line, we have Naledi Totana. She's uh, the compliance officer at the National Debt Advisors, the NDA. Naledi, welcome to The Great Drive. How are you doing? Hi, and thanks for having me. Absolutely. Great to have you here. Let's talk about uh, finance and money. You know, it's that time of the year where everyone's like, yo, the holidays took everything. It took everything. (laughs) But now payday's around the corner. Payday is around the corner for some. And let's talk about how does someone sort of become smart with how they spend their money and their financial sort of uh, advances and their goals for the year. How do you change how you think about money? Well, I'm glad that you've asked that question because with every financial goal or goals, you need to have a game plan. And probably known, our CEO of National Debt Advisors, Chanel Collins, has created a financial anthem that consumers can look forward to or rather towards in terms of making smart financial goals. So it starts with being specific. You want to be clear on what you want to achieve, right? in terms of obtaining that um, financial goal, right? And then you want to ensure that your financial goal is measurable. Mm. It's really important to ensure that your um, financial goal is measurable so that you can evaluate your progress and your success along the way. You also want to ensure that your goal is realistic as you don't want to set a goal that's going to lead to disappointment, right? Mm, 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 You also mm. want to ensure that your goal is time-based. Because you will see that with most consumers or people, in individuals, that they will create a goal and they won't, um, they won't allocate a time mm. as towards when they would like to achieve that goal. Mm. So you want to establish a time frame to achieve your goal, which will then encourage you um, to stay within that course of your goal and also hold you accountable yes. as a consumer. Definitely, definitely. And I think, I mean, to, to achieve financial goals, before you sort of practice good financial habits, you need to break the bad financial habits. Could you give us some Absolutely. examples of bad financial habits that people may have? Well, I mean, uh, we can make reference to the COVID-19 period. Mm. Uh, most consumers were acquiring um, public interest loans mm. um, to make up for the expenditure or debt obligations. Mm. It basically alludes to living beyond your means, mm. your financial means, and impulsive spending, right? Or having having one diverting from their budget, um, or having one not monitor their expenditure on a month-to-month basis. Mm. I can also refer to using credit cards or acquiring credit um, to cover up your debt. Definitely. And, and I'm so happy you spoke about living above your means, because I don't think a lot of us actually know when we are living above our means. Do you get what I mean? I understand. So basically, living above your means would be um, in a situation whereby you've allocated a certain amount towards your expenditure in terms of your budget list, towards your expenditure, your um, your essentials, your non-essentials, and your debt obligations. So basically, exceeding that amount that you've allocated towards those necessities would then allude to living beyond your means. All right. If you're so just anything jo- out of course. Oh, go on, go on, sorry, go on, go on, sorry, my, 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 my bad. 
Go on, you it's were saying? So basically, I was saying that living, basically going out of course or changing course, that would be living out of your means or beyond your means in that regard. All right. Now, if you are just joining us right here on The Great Drive, we're joined on the line uh, by Naledi Totana, Compliance Officer at the National Debt Advisors. Let's talk about an, the importance of a healthy credit score. What is the oh, importance well, of a healthy credit score? It's predominantly important, specifically in terms of such economical struggles. When lenders or credit providers or bankers consider a consumer for credit, their primary check is a consumer's credit score or credit report, right? So you want to ensure that at least your credit score is on an average of 360 or at least 739. And this was noted to be a healthy credit um, score by Experian, was also a, well, a well-known and accredited um All right. You know what? I need this financial help. And Annalili, thank you for connecting with us right here on The Great Drive. We're hoping that, uh, you know, our listeners do make some better financial goals and financial decisions because I don't know what it was about last year. But last year felt like an expensive year, right? I don't know why. Absolutely. I mean, the reparade in terms of inflation. I mean, even in terms of ESCOMs, outages. It also has a toll in terms of your expenditure and basically in terms of supply. Definitely. So, dramatically, everything skyrocketed um, last year. Hence, um, it's essential for one to budget um, and cross-reference, basically, their expenditure. And this is done well at National Debt Advisors. So, if consumers do have any struggles in this regard, it's advisable to contact us in 021 Three eight seven double three. I repeat zero two one double zero three eight seven double three. We do assist consumers in that regard in terms of financial literacy as well. Absolutely, Naledi. Thank you so much for connecting with us. Thank you so much for your time. Goodbye. A- absolute pleasure, man. Feel it for more. Tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.